T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome, 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 everybody. KMOX is at your service. That's right, at your service on a uh, beautiful Tuesday night. Little, uh, little damp outside, but other than that, pretty good. Can't believe the weather outside today. I hope all of you had a great uh, holiday season, great New Year, and uh, everybody is uh, safe out there. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, it's uh, hard to believe it's already 2023, and uh, I even... Uh, I even had to write the date down today, and I actually wrote it correctly. I can't believe it. Usually, I write twenty-two until uh, till about May, and then. Uh, but uh, I actually wrote it correctly today, so I hope uh, hope you guys had a great uh, great New Year's, and uh, just uh, boy, I tell you, ready to uh, ready to kick out twenty twenty-two and uh, get some new stuff. Uh, it just seems like twenty two twenty two was just uh, well, it just wasn't the best year for everybody. Let's just say that. So. Here we go. 2023, we got uh, new stuff coming. That's what it's going to be. Hey, this is uh, KMOX is at your service. My name is Greg Damon, sitting in the big chair tonight. And uh, we're going to uh, all sorts of great guests tonight. We're going we're gonna to just kick it right off right now. Uh, coach Jason Berniak, he is the head coach, head football coach of Missouri Baptist University. And uh, he's been kind enough to join us here on the program. Coach, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Greg. How are you? Good to talk to you. Great to talk to you. And, uh, boy, I tell you, you're, you're right in the middle of recruiting season, so uh, I'm sure you're extremely busy. Yeah, the, you know, been on the phone a lot today talking to recruits. It's, uh, you know, everybody getting back into school, kind of coming off the holidays. Is, uh, we got about a month until signing day, so a lot of work to do, a lot of guys to bring in, still looking for guys. So, um, yeah, it, it's a busy time for sure, but always uh, good to talk with you. Well, thank you very much. Hey, Coach, I wanted to have you on because uh, obviously the tragedy that uh, happened on Monday Night Football with DeMar Hamlin, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to have you on to just talk about a coach's perspective. Obviously, you, you know, us as fans watching it, it's, it's a tragedy. But, boy, when you're invested in these guys, it becomes even more. Yeah, I mean, uh, fortunately, I've not had to go through a situation like that. You know, I haven't had to go through a situation – uh, with a with a big injury, even you know, uh, which it's it's a dangerous game, and and all of us as coaches and and the players, 
you know, we know that. And I think one of the things that stands out is just you could see last night that just I think hit everybody was how serious it was just by looking at the coaches and looking at the teammates. And, you know, these are guys that you spend every day with. And, you know, when you're in the season and you're in the NFL and, and even at our level, high school, it really doesn't matter. I know you coach your son's JFL team. I mean, that you get to know these kids. And, and they're not just uh, just – you know, some Joe Schmo that, that walks in off the street by the end of the season, you know, these are kids that you care about kids that you've invested a lot in and uh, you know, young men and in his situation. So yeah, it's, it's um, I, I just can't even imagine what those coaches and players were going through. Uh, I thought they handled it extremely well, but uh, it's still, you know, one of those, situations that's going to rock you to your core there's no doubt yeah absolutely coach you know we're a football family and uh you know we we see guys on uh you know get injured uh i don't want to say all the time but we see guys get injured banged up laying on the ground you know go out and get them get a little treatment come uh come to the sidelines but uh what really got me last night was when this happened and it didn't look like a bad hit uh you know just pretty much like a normal hit but when this happened the look on every player's face that was on the field at that time knew that something was serious. Yeah, and and you know I I feel like we've seen that before. You know, you see those injuries where you know somebody's not moving and people get worried and they get and you get that like just pained look on people's faces. I I I agree with you. I think what what really got me when I realized something wasn't right and and it was very very serious was when they came back off the commercial break and you have the ambulance parked in the middle of the field. I right. mean, I've I've been at a bunch of football games in my life, and I've never seen an ambulance pull on the field. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I just put myself – it's such a it's such a different situation. But, you know, I sit there on senior day, and, you know, I'm hugging these guys for the last time as athletes. And it's emotional for me. It's emotional for them knowing – it's the last time that they're going to play for us at Missouri Baptist. And I know all the work that they put in. So, and I get emotional on that. I mean, I just can't even imagine when you're talking about something where, you know, literally this guy's life is in, in uh, the balance and, and what those guys must've gone through. Yeah. It, a little good news today that, uh, you know, last night he was on a hundred percent oxygen, but now he's on uh, 50% is what they're reporting. So, you know, hopefully that's some good news and he's definitely on the road to recovery. Yeah, and and you know I think the, the one of the great things uh, you know we're we're at a Christian university where we can be open open with things, but you know I I think the one thing is is that prayer heals, and there was a lot of prayers going up for him, and and that's what we got to keep doing. You know, is praying for his recovery, praying for the coaches, for the players that um, that they are able to kind of move past it in in some way, but you know, there's always that, that lingering thing. It's, it was, it seems, and, and as, as more information comes out, I'm sure we'll know more that it was kind of one of those freak deals, um, you know, but the, being at my age and I'm sure, I don't know if you had a similar thought, you know, the, the last time I can remember something like that was uh, when Hank Gathers collapsed uh, when he was at Loyola Marymount. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. and, how, and how just crazy that was and how that shocked the sports world. Um, but yeah, it was it was really something. I I think that all of the athletic trainers, emergency medical staff that were there, you know, deserve a huge tip of the cap and what they were able to do. And thank God they were there because it sounds like that probably would have really made the difference between saving his life and and 
you know, what could have been maybe even a worse disaster than, than what we're talking about now. Yeah, you know, here in St. Louis, uh, we had uh, Chris Pronger play for the St. Louis Blues. He took a shot, hit him right in the sternum, and uh, he collapsed right there. And they were able to revive him and uh, went on for, you know, still had a career after that. Uh, kind of the kind of the same deal, you know. It's just it it, it, it to me, you know. Uh, let's let's face it. You know, as I said, you know, football is a violent sport. It is a violent sport. There's hitting back and forth on on both sides of the ball. To me, it looked just like you know an average hit. He tackled a guy, tackled him up high though, and uh, you know put him to the ground, stood right up, and then man, he was right back down. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was definitely one of those unique situations. Uh, I, I think one of the things that for me it, it put into perspective, you know, as even as a coach, sometimes we're sitting here like, you know, this game is so much different than what it was 20 years ago when I played, or or even you know 30, 40 years ago, and you know you you hear all the time like, well, that 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 was soft. This isn't football anymore, et cetera. But you know, I think one of the things that we really need to take out of it and keep in perspective is that, and, and you heard people on ESPN talk about it immediately last night. I think Booger McFarland even said it, you know, when they cut away is that, you know, this is, this is a game that people play for uh, entertainment purposes. And, you know, there, there's no reason why we can't protect people's health and safety um, with some of these rule changes. And, and we probably need to be a little bit more endearing to those rule changes Um you know, because it is an entertainment thing. It is something that people are making a living off of, but ultimately it's for our entertainment. And we don't, we don't ever want to see something like that. Um, You know, I'd I'd be happy never seeing it again in any sport, much less, you know, football. So, you know, I think it's something we've got to really keep into perspective. I think there's, there's lines, you know, uh, with some of the concussion rules, the targeting rules, and, you know, even though we don't like them and there's some rules that, that, or some calls that we disagree with, um, you know, if, if at the end of the day we're trying to make it a safer safer game and, and a more entertaining game that, that more people can be involved in, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I'll tell you, Coach, you know, uh, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm old school. You know me. I'm old school. I'm like, let's go, line them up. Let's, you know, but, uh, uh, you know, when you start to think about, hey, how the game has evolved, how it's changed, I mean, the rules are there for a reason, and, and more people aren't getting – uh, maimed for life, or or hopefully, uh, you know, CTE is is going downward, and and concussions are going downward by taking, you know, USA football taking the head out of the play. Uh, you know, when you start thinking about it in that, I mean, it's it's really good for the game. It is it is good for the game, and and you know, this is in my opinion the greatest game that was ever invented. You know, I don't think that there's any game like it. Um, I'm biased, of course, but um, you know, I don't see where there's any other game that puts 11 guys out there that are working in unison on every single play um, like the game of football and so you know it's important that we get it to last and have longevity and and allow it to be a safe a safer game obviously there's still risk and everybody knows that but um, I think it's just it's critical that we that we adapt to some of those rule changes and you know I'm, I'm no different than you you know I there's times where I'm like you know hey let these guys go play and, <laughs> and I think it, it does get taken a little bit too far at times sure. but at, but like what you said you know it's uh these these guys even in the NFL and, and what we talk to our players about and our recruits about is very few of those guys make it to the NFL so most people's career in football ends at 18 you know if you're lucky you play till in college till you're 22 uh and and even fewer people play in the in the national football league 
and their their uh, career is two to three years uh, on on average. So you know we have to make sure as a, a like you said, an organization, the USA Football, the AFCA, American Football Coaches Association, and such, uh, so forth, that we're doing something that we can make sure that that anybody who plays this game. Um, is going to be able to be productive in the remainder of their life because most of them aren't going to play past the age of 25 anyway. So we, you know, and and I think they're doing a good job of it. You know, I think last night was one of those kind of freaky situations, but you know, every year you get guys that are bigger, stronger, faster. And, um, you know, I, I look at, uh, Jordan Davis that came out uh, a year ago out of Georgia and what he did at the combine with his size and speed. And, you know, I mean, he's six, six or six, seven, he weighs 340 or 350 pounds. He runs a four, eight forty. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So the game is getting uh, faster and more physical. And, and so we do have to start making sure that those rules are protecting them at the same time. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Coach. I mean, I always thought I was a tough guy, but there ain't no – I coach eighth graders. I mean, I'm not going up against those guys. They'll kill me. They're tough, yeah, man. Today's and, today's yeah. kids are tougher. Oh, I, I'm telling you, they I, they they run and they hit. You know, they, they're in these year-round training. You know, I know your son, Daniel, he's training all the time, and, and he's young. He loves it, and that's great. Um, you know, but I, I look at some of our games. I look at guys that uh, we play against at the NAI level, and, and the, I think sometimes people – don't know enough about what the NAI football is about, but you know I'm looking at some of these plays and, and players that we're going against, and they're not much different than what I saw when I was at Colorado as a player. Uh, you know, I mean the the size and speed. There, there's little differences here and there that uh, make a difference between the Division One and the Division Two NAI player, but you know it that gap is closing quickly. Sure, absolutely. Hey, Coach, always a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much for uh, coming on and joining us. For folks with more information about Missouri Baptist football, where can they go? Yeah, go to our website, mbuspartans.com. They can uh, go to football, uh, the football page once they go to mbuspartans.com, or they can call my office directly at 314-485-8456, and we'd love to uh, give them any information about our program, whether they've got somebody they know that you know that we maybe should take a look at and recruit, or you know if they want to come out and uh, be a part of things. Obviously, we love to pour back into the youth and then love being around your, your young guys, and so anything that I can do uh, to help anybody out in this game, I'd, I'd love to, and they're welcome to to give me a call, but I always appreciate your time and having me on. And also, you're still recruiting right now. Need players. Yeah, yeah. Still <laughs> recruiting, still need players, still need those tough guys we were just talking about that uh, that are you know willing to go out and put their body on the line and uh, you know uh, do that and get, and get a great education at Missouri Baptist. So you know we're definitely still looking at those guys. All right, Coach B. Thanks so much for joining us on the program. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Greg. We'll talk to you. Appreciate right. it. That's Coach Jason Berniak from Missouri Baptist University, head football coach, uh, shedding a little light on that. And, uh, boy, what a tragedy last night on Monday Night Football. We're overdue for a break. Uh, we're going to take a quick one. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. The voice of St. Louis. News that matters to you. KMOX. Welcome back, my friends. KMOX is at your service. 823 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. Greg Damon sitting in the big chair tonight. Matt Pajeski kicking out the jams as producer, as always, uh, providing us some great music. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate that. I don't want none of that that Kevin Wheeler music that, uh, you know, goes on out here. Anyway, welcome back to the uh, At Your Service show here on KMOX. I want to bring in uh, one of the funniest guys I ever met. And uh, he's performing over at the Funny Bone this week. Our good friend uh, Joe Marlotti, professional comedian. Joe, how are you? I'm great. I'm great, Greg. Thanks for taking my call. I'm a longtime listener. Are you first time caller? First time <laughs> caller, longtime listener. After I ask you a question, I'd like to hang up and listen. So uh, okay. uh, that'd be great. So, Perfect. Well, I good. just I, you just missed the prize giveaway. You were just one one caller. Drat. One call. Well, I've been long. waiting on that. Matt called me and told me to wait, and that was like forty-five minutes ago. But you know, great tunes. Yeah. Uh, what can I say? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, well, I, yeah. I told him to call yeah. you the last hour when you know we we're still doing yeah. sports open line just to hang on. So right, yeah, and I and I had lots of sports questions. Now I got nothing. So uh, you know how that goes. <laughs> but anyway, how are you doing? You know Look what? At you. I'm I'm Look doing at you up here and on, on at your service. That's I love right. this. This yep. is great. Absolutely, it's a lot of fun. That's for sure. Uh, so uh, now, Joe, you you obviously. Uh, have been working in the biz, well, forever. And, yep. uh, you know, you've been doing Literally. some, some uh, cruise ships here lately. I, how, how is that? How is that for a, uh, for a performer to be on a cruise ship? Interesting. It is a it is a burgeoning comedy industry. I'm not kidding. It seems like more and more cruise lines are employing comedians, and uh, so there's a lot of guys that go out there and just uh, just work it, you know. And uh, it's it's it there are trade offs, you know. I mean, um, for instance, we're never home, uh, but but uh, you know, there's good crowds every night. They know nothing about comedy, so you know they haven't seen my acts before. <laughs> They have nothing. They have nothing to judge me against. So uh, ding, ding I'm dong. pretty funny. <laughs> ding yeah, dong. right. You got it. Ding dong. <laughs> and uh, so it's uh, it, there's a lot going on uh, down there. But seriously, even you know Norwegian is doing them. Celebrity, uh, uh, Carnival, all these cruise lines. They all have comedy clubs, which is really cool. Yeah. So uh, which, and which turns, of course, into the nightclub as soon as we're done with our set because you know they have limited space. But you know we still get time on the cruise ships, <laughs> so it's nice. So what about now? Back home for a little bit, doing uh, doing a gig here at the Funny Bone, uh, actually starting tomorrow, right? 
Yes, tomorrow night. Tomorrow through Saturday, I'll be at the Westport Funny Bone with uh, my good friend Scott James, who's another local uh, guy who's fantastic. And uh, we're going to have a great time. And, uh, you know, I get this is the holiday season, so I imagine there's probably a few uh, extraneous uh, stragglers that are going to drop by as far as, like, comedians who might want to be trying out some new material. I'm not going to say, you know, Tim Convey or Greg Warren's going to stop by, but they might. You know, that kind of thing. And uh, you never know who's going to be there. So, uh, you know, if you want to come up and do five, Greg, I've seen you. I've seen your material. Yeah. It's strong. Yeah, it's strong. Yeah. yeah, I'd stay with I'd stay with the car jokes though because that's you got to play in your wheelhouse. You well, know? definitely. So. You know, I, I don't know if I can do that, Joe, Joe, because you know I do have a face for radio, so it, well. it's, it's kind of tough to be on on stage. <laughs> hey, if I had a face for anything other than comedy, <laughs> I'd do it. Trust me. So anyway, and you know, I get all my best material from you anyway. So well, there's that. There's that. But uh, I won't I won't charge you again. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, that's good. So, uh, yeah, but, uh, boy, it's it, how about today? Was today the greatest weather ever in the history of the free world? Yeah, how, how, many, uh, how many days in January have you seen this, 70-some degrees? I think we're going to see more, but that's not the point. The point is that why do we live in St. Louis? Uh, I have a question. Why do we live in St. Louis? It is 70 degrees on January 3rd. I think next week it's going to be negative 43. And then the week after that, 112. Why do we live here? I don't get it. This is the only part of the country where seasons change during a nap. St. Louis, Missouri, where your heater and air conditioner will kick on back to back all day long. Why do we do it? I yeah, don't get it. I, I, I don't get it either. People say Colorado's the same thing. You know, Colorado, you yeah. never know when a storm's coming. No, no. You don't know what it's going to be like here. You have, you oh, may have to, uh, terrible. you can, yeah. you, you have to wear long pants in the morning. You can wear shorts in the afternoon. So. I wear convertible pants. Oh, Those are the nice, nice ones. Yeah. Just unzip them and their shorts, zip them back up and their, and their, and their pants. And I look like a dork, but I'm comfortable. That's, ever, that's all that matters. Do you ever think of maybe being a fashionista and starting your own line of uh, convertible pants? Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Make it kind of like a, kind of like a jeans George thing going. I like that. That's well, you, a good look right there. You could be yeah. Joe Marlotti in your pants. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> I, in fact, I'm thinking of actually wearing pants at the show this week. Uh, not well, normally something I do. That's yeah. the first. So, uh, so uh, yeah, tell the, tell everybody, come on out, see me in pants. Uh, it'll be a little bit of a departure, but we'll have some fun. Now, so. does that mean no shirt this time? Because I know yeah, no well, pants. Never, yeah, no, probably not going to wear a shirt. But uh, that's uh, – and yeah, I've been working out too. I actually did uh, sit up yesterday because <laughs> I dropped my beer. But uh, it was uh, – it was uh, it felt – I feel tight. So, you know how that goes. Good. Now, do you have any new material that you're trying out for? Uh, Absolutely not. Nothing right. new. I have. I haven't written a joke since 1983, Greg. So come on out, folks. I've got some great Smurf material. Uh, how about that Britney Spears? You know that kind of thing. So um, I've seen your yeah. act. So yeah, yeah. No, it, I, I. In all honesty, I do. I do. I. I you know, people come and see me and they're like, I'm always like, oh, you probably saw some of the same stuff. And I was like, no, it's been, it was all new. So I never know. I, I'm always introducing new stuff, but I just don't, I don't catalog it or anything like that because I'm ADD. Well, you know, that's something that, let me just ask you this as, as a professional comedian, a working comedian every day, that's your job. That's your full-time gig. You know, how, how do you uh, incorporate that into your act? I mean, obviously you, you want to have a, a, a certain amount of time or a certain amount of material to do right. for a certain amount of time. How do you incorporate yep. new stuff in there, and what do you do to uh, remove the stuff that, to, to you know, so the new stuff takes its place? Well, it's you fold it in, uh, to use a cooking term, uh, but you do. You fold it in. It's like you'll, you'll have a couple of bits that you know work, and then in between it, maybe you'll stick a new bit to see if that works. 
And if it does, then you keep that, and then that bit will grow a little bit. And then uh, once that thing becomes bigger, then it pushes some of the old material out, and then you start writing jokes around it. It's actually a very complex process that we could talk about on uh, at some other venue uh, than open. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, uh, at your service, we could probably yeah, like (laughs) over beer. I'm I'm good with that. Now yeah. uh, let me let me kind of ask you this: Are are you know are you like the Commodores? Do you have to keep practicing over and over and over to get it down? You know, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> oh God, I love you. Anyway, uh, yeah, you really you gotta yeah you really do. You have to work it in there uh, because you know you want to be you want to be timeless. You want to be Lionel Richie. You want to be somebody who can <laughs> who can last. And uh, that's that's what I do is I try and work as many uh, new jokes in. and yes you do have to you do have to practice it's like anything else you know if you if you quit doing it you you you, you don't get you lose your you lose your touch you know so um, which is which is like it's like riding a bike though once you get back on you you, you know how to do it it's just you're really bad at it for a while you just kind of crash off the curb yeah which I did recently but that's that's a different story so <laughs> I'll, I got a bit about it though see whenever you do something stupid. That's how you write new material. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, Joe, yeah. give us some particulars again uh, this weekend at the Funny Bone at Westport. Yes, I'll be at the Funny Bone Westport Plaza this uh, Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, looks like we got 7.30 shows on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We've got an extra 9.30 show on Friday and Saturday. And I think the Saturday first show is at 7, but you can call the number. Go online to stlouisfunnybone.com and uh, come see Joe Marlotti, professional comedian. Bring everybody. Bring, bring the whole family. Bring the dog. Come on out. And you got to be 21? Yes, even the dog, in, but in dog years, so you can be oh, like seven. Well, perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. Hey, Joe, so. thanks, as, uh, as always, for being on with us. Uh, love to have you on. Funny guy. Go see Joe here at the Funny Bone again. I'll talk to you real soon, my friend. Thank you, Greg. We'll see you. All right. That's professional comedian Joe Merlotti right here on At Your Service on KMOX. Check him out, though. Go see him at the Funny Bone. He's really, really one of the funniest guys, local guy here in uh, St. Louis, and that's his full-time gig. Been doing it forever. Uh, I highly recommend going to his show. Check it out, The Funny Bone at Westport. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. 836 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. Greg Damon at your service tonight here on KMOX on this beautiful Tuesday evening. And uh, we got all sorts of stuff we're talking about tonight. We are going to go... and bringing in our next guest, he is Alan Surface. He's president and co-founder of Assistance Home Care, and uh, he's been kind enough to join us here on the program. Alan, how are you? Good. How you doing, Greg? Um, you know what? I'm doing great. Uh, Alan, I really wanted to have you on to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, folks folks out there with aging parents, uh, maybe, uh, you know, having a little bit of dementia, stuff like that. Um you know, this is becoming more and more as uh, as the generation before us uh, becomes older, and they need they need assistance. Amen. So, uh, you know, one of the big things that uh, some people in my family uh, are having some issues with uh, uh, some folks that have dementia uh, and are now needing some uh, assistance at home, uh, maybe even uh, thinking about possibly going to an assisted living center. A lot of uh, a lot of conversations are happening, especially now, Greg. Um, after the holidays, it's just amazing how our phone just lights up because 
for for the first time in a long time, families and children are able to get together with their aging parents and spend an entire day with their loved ones. And they start to realize, you know, things are changing here in the home. And, and they're surprised as far as just how you know what they what they couldn't necessarily hear these things talking over the phone and it's so interesting how uh you know a couple will basically mask you know issues that one another has for the other so it's just it's really insightful and this is where a lot of families get those insights and really start to feel you know some challenges like uh oh what's going on what do we do so you're right there's there's a lot of people who are wondering you know, what's the right thing to do for mom and dad in these situations? Well, let me just ask you this. How You know, so I can remember my great-grandfather at 94 years old, we had to take his keys away. And, I mean, it was a really, really big deal. I mean, he was uh, he was very upset, and, uh, you know, he actually was crying. I remember this. I was, I was a little boy and, and, and remember this. And, I mean, it. how do you talk to... Uh, parents about, hey, you know, maybe maybe we need some help. Maybe maybe we need to look at some other stuff. Well, uh, it, let me let me address that question. But uh, since you brought driving up, and especially with the weather, you know, not today necessarily because the weather was absolutely stunning today. But uh, especially with the colder weather, especially you know with the temperatures, with snow and ice on the road that that can happen this time of year, you know, the driving is a real issue for, you know, for our aging parents. So one of the one of the best recommendations I can offer anybody on the channel is if you're concerned about mom or dad being able to drive safely, um, go down to the Department of Motor Vehicles and request or you can go online and request form 4319. And essentially it's a form that you can fill out. It's anonymous. And essentially what that will tell the DMV is that you would like your loved one tested again. So if they're 94, they're going to get a letter in the mail from the DMV says time to, to, to come in and get uh, tested again for your license. And they're not going to think it was Greg who, who did this. They're going to think like, oh, man, I, you know, I got to go get it tested. I, I hope I pass. And if they do fail that driver's test. They accept it because our aging parents, you know, they respect authority. And if someone tells them of authority that they can't do something, they will listen. So that's first and foremost, that's I know that's a real challenge for a lot of families out there. But Form 4319 can be a lifesaver and really pin that uh, that challenge of taking away the keys on someone else and not the family. You know, I, but I, let me play devil's advocate here. You know, if if I am uh, if I'm a little older and uh you know, uh, my my spouse has passed away. I don't have anybody really close, but my friend Joe lives across town. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go see him. I'm I'm going to do what I can to go see him because I'm not. I don't want to sit in my house by myself and and just be all alone. Um, sure. If um, so, if if you have a license, I mean, people are able, you know, able to make bad decisions all day long. Um, so I don't you think that we will. Yeah, I I do know you. So. Um, but I think a lot of times is, you know, when people want to get across town, they want to do it safely. They don't want to jeopardize what they've worked their whole life savings for um, and, you know, worry about having that all gone in, in, a, in a car accident because they're driving without a license or they're driving when they shouldn't. Um, so a lot of times and that's that's one place where home care can come into play is because home care companies can assist with transportation needs and running to errands to the grocery store, getting your hair cut. Or just social activities. Those are those are things that any home care agency can assist with. But I think that the, the the getting back to the question you asked, Greg, is 
how do you start to to have this conversation? And the one thing that I've always seen in this situation is children want to do the only thing that they know how to do, and that's parent. And they, they attempt to parent their parents, and it's a horrible plan. It never works out well when a child is t- telling their parent what they need to do or what they think they need to do. So one of the biggest recommendations I have, if you, if you suspect that your, your aging parents need help in the home, tell them they're fine. Everything, they look great, but I'm worried to death. You have to focus on how this, these changes are impacting you. And if this was my father and I was worried that he needed help in the home, I would say, Dad, you're, man, from everything I can see, you're probably fine. You and Mom are doing fantastic together, but I will tell you, I'm worried sick. And I'll tell you, I, I, can't, I, I can't focus on my job right now because I'm constantly worrying about you, and I'm, I'm worried about losing my job because, man, they're requiring 150% right now, and I'm worried about the recession, and, and, and I'm worried about you, and I'm worried about I'm not spending enough time with, with my wife, and, and, and I, I haven't seen the kids in over two weeks, and I'm just, man, you, you probably don't need this home care stuff, Dad, but, but I do, and I need to know that both you and Mom are safe. And if you let your parents know how this is impacting you, I've always said a parent will never do anything for themselves. But typically, not, not all the times, but most of the time, they'll do anything for their children. And if you make it easy for them to say yes, and they can say something to the effect, well, I, I don't need it, but if it'll help you, and it'll help, it'll help mom, sure. I'll, well, yeah, let's, let's do it. So it's just a nice bridge. But if you ever try to tell your parents what they need to do, it just backfires and creates a lot of friction. Well, I don't know, Alan. i got to tell you, most people that I try to tell what to do, they don't listen to me anyway. So it doesn't matter if it's parents or not. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think that's a, that's a great thing because I think that's, you know, uh, I, I had a conversation with my wife uh, a couple years back, and it's like, hey, look, you know, probably in the next 10 years, our lives are going to change drastically. Our parents are getting a little older. You know, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, we got to, you know, we got to kind of prepare ourselves for it. So I think that's great in, in, in kind of talking to your, to your parents about that. Yep. Yeah, the, the conversations you can, you can do right now are so important. Having those conversations before there's an issue. And, you know, Greg, I, I don't know if this will come up, but a question, you know, that I get a lot is when, when do I know it's time? When, when oh, do I yeah. know it's the right time to, to reach out? And, and I think the minute, you know, for, from my experience, and this actually came from a very wise person that I respect, um, when asked the same question, they said, the minute you think about picking up the phone to call for help, you probably should have picked up the, picked up the phone six months ago. Um, and this is especially speaking to the family caregiver. And, you know, family caregivers hold a very special place in my heart because my wife was a family caregiver for her mom for five years while raising our three kids. And man, being a family caregiver, it, it's, it's lonely. It's, it's emotional. It's challenging. You're, you're putting everything on hold. You're putting your own self-care on hold. And it's just, it's amazing. Family caregivers are the last to raise their hand and say, I need help. And I think that that's where so many people that are listening to your program right now, 
there's probably a big chunk of them that know exactly who I'm talking about in their family, because I don't care if you got two kids in your family or 10, there is typically one person that's doing the, 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 the lion's share of caring for your parents. And once you've identified that person, anything that you can do to make that person's role just a little bit easier, because also being a family caregiver is a thankless role. And man, it just, it, you, you can't even imagine what it means just to stop by and say, I was thinking of you, you know, and I just want to say, thanks for what you're doing for mom and dad. This is amazing. You're, you're just a gift to the entire family. A simple conversation like that or letter or phone call, it just means the world to the family caregiver because they don't get a lot of thank yous and appreciation. And in many cases, they don't get a lot of support because families, the siblings feel like, oh, my gosh, how lucky are you that you get to spend all day and all week with mom and dad? Right. Exactly. I, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but, but but again, most people think that that's like the greatest gift ever, and it's an emotional roller coaster that that individual's on, balancing, you know, they're giving up their career, they're sacrificing their marriage, they're sacrificing time with their kids, and now, and, and they're doing it all, wondering where in the hell their sisters and brothers are, and it's just, it's so nice just to literally reach out a hand, stop by, call, say, hey, can I, I'm running to the store, can I pick something up for you? just to, to let them know that you're thinking about them. Yeah, it, it's got to really drain the caregiver mentally. There's no doubt about it. Oh, it's, I always said that the family caregiver is the glue. They are holding everything in your parents' home together. And the minute they give up, everything's over. The thought of being able to go back to mom and dad's house for, for Christmas or for Mother's Day those days are gone. If that family caregiver gives up, it's all done. Right. Right. So, hey, Alan, I got to do a little bit of business. Can you hang with me a few more minutes? Absolutely. We'd love to. All right. Fantastic. On the phone with us, we are visiting with Alan Surface from Assistance Home Care. And uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to KMOX's At Your Service. Welcome back, everybody. KMOX is at your service here on a beautiful Tuesday night. Greg Damon sitting in tonight for you. Also, it's 851 out there. We are visiting with Alan Surface, and Alan is the president and co-founder of Assistance Home Care. And, Alan, thanks for hanging out with us here tonight on At Your Service. Glad to be with you. So we were talking a little bit about uh, when uh, when you can have the talk with your parents about uh, maybe needing some uh you know, some sort of assistance, some sort of uh, home health care, possibly something like that. Um, I, I, I got to ask you because, uh, um, you know, it, it, with with any industry the past couple of years, it's been uh, it's been very difficult uh, with employees, finding employees, finding home or finding good quality employees. I, I, I would imagine this has to run in your business as well. There's definitely been, uh, last several years has been very challenging for the home care industry, and um, but uh, it, it's still very much alive. It's it's thriving, but there's definitely challenges that, that families are going to face, and, and it's probably the one thing I would say is, used to be you could call up and say, hey, I'm, I'm thinking I need help for mom. Uh, I'd like to have somebody come out. Why don't we start maybe one or two days a week for four hours? Um, and, and that was a reality. You could do that. Um, today, um, most likely, 
you're going to hear, you know, a home care company say, well, you know, actually there, there's minimums you have to do. You have to commit to at least 20 hours a week. You have to, um, there might be a week or two or three delay in starting services. So um, a lot of it is understanding when you are reaching out for, for care for, for mom or dad and you want to honor their wishes to help them stay at home. Um, man, I would encourage you to have those conversations earlier. Don't wait to the last minute because you may be surprised, and that can be very challenging to a family when they need that help now and it's not going to come for another, you know, several days or a week or, or two. Um, and the other thing is it's about the schedule, too. It's so important. The, the idea of a, a four-hour visit used to be very readily available in this industry. And what's changed is there's it, with the workforce specifically, caregivers love what they get to do. They love serving others. What they don't like to do is get in their car, drive across town, and work for four hours and then drive home. You know, they really want to be committed and, and have full-time schedules. So when thinking about home care, and one thing I know that's very important to so many families is just continuity of the team. And if that's important for you and your family to have the same faces, the same wonderful people coming in week after week to care for mom, it's really thinking about, instead of thinking about a four-hour visit, maybe it's a six or eight-hour visit or 10-hour visit. Um, because if you want the continuity, that's really what it's going to take. Any company can supply those shorter visits, the four-hour visits. Um, but uh, unfortunately, what it's going to come with today is a lot of different faces and what can feel like a revolving door of caregivers, which can be very challenging for somebody, especially, heaven forbid, if they have, you know, any form of dementia. Right. Exactly. Because they don't like any change, period. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, you're, you're, you're 100% correct. I mean, you do have to look on the employee side of that as, as well. Uh, now, what about if you needed, uh, you know, overnight assistance? You need somebody there, uh, uh, you know, to, to spend the night or, or most of the night? What about yeah. like that? Yeah, so... So, you know, majority of home care companies would be able to assist with literally, you know, days, nights, overnights, you know, 24-7 weekends. All of that is is available within the home care industry. I guess one thing I would say for families to, to really consider or just ask about is if I'm having somebody come in and stay with my, you know, with my parents overnight to provide that care and support, um, a lot of times home care, you know, companies will refer to that as a resting shift. Uh, and what that means is that the caregiver is, you know, able to fall asleep. And, you know, in, in our company, we, we don't, you know, we don't have resting shifts. We want, if you're going to pay for somebody to be there with your mom and dad, we want them to be wide awake and alert, ready to respond. If for any reason your mom or dad needs to get up in the middle of the night to go to the restroom or needs anything, if I'm asleep, you know, and your mom or dad needs me, I'm, I'm out. Right. So, you know, that's why we do not allow that. But some companies will, and, and they compensate their, their caregivers a little differently because they are allowed to work all day and then go, you know, with an evening where they know they can sleep. Well, Alan, we've got about a minute left here in, uh, in this segment. Uh, for folks who want more information, I guess, where can they go? Where can they talk to somebody about that? Um, if, if they would like to, to visit and, and talk more with our, with our company, they can go to assistancehomecare.com. So just as simply assistancehomecare.com. They can reach out to us at 314-631-1989. And I really encourage any person, I know that, uh, you being a car guy, if you're thinking about buying a car, man, you'd go kick tires. You'd talk to, you know, three, four, five, six dealers. You'd spend hours on the internet 
And I really do encourage people to do their homework uh, when it comes to one of the most important things in their lives, and that's, you know, caring for their parents. Alan, thanks so much, and uh, we'll talk real soon. Appreciate you having me. All right. That's Alan Surface. He is with Assistance Home Care. Got to have that conversation, my friends. KMOX is at your service. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.